Welcome to another episode of the Fully Known Podcast, where we press into our word and we press into God so that we can fully know him as he fully knows us. Oh, man. Yeah. This episode is, I'm trying not to let it drag, but it's, I'm trying not to let it drag and it has been quite a week. I am, to say the least, I'm tired. I'm worn out a bit. Uh, I'm, I've just been trying to tap into that strength, you know what I'm saying? Uh, trying to keep my eyes to the hills from where comes my help and my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen to that. Because, Lord, I need it. It has been quite the week. Uh, a lot has gone on, and a lot I've been doing. Been moving a lot. But, being obedient to what God has called us to do, we need to be in here. We need to learn. The only way that we're going to press through and get through is tapping into the source, which is God, and keeping going and Continuing to learn and applying it to our lives that we can have that peace that Jesus brings. Because we all need it. Yeah. And boy, do we need it right now. Amen to that. Yeah. So. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a different week. It's been a little trial. A little, a little rough. Some transition, some, uh, some new things that we're, Trying to work out and get get grooves and get uh, routines down and everything. You know, work has been quite a bit, but you know, just pressing on, pressing on, pressing on. A uh, little bit of recap. Um, over this past week, I have been talking to a friend of mine who was uh, says they're an unbeliever. Now. Uh, I ain't got like the whole to the fullest extent word of knowledge that God brings to some people but I don't entirely feel that from them um, they shared with me some things about their life that made them not so much believe is what they said but I feel like it's more of they're just mad at God right now in all just me being me um, and letting the light, uh, that is Jesus and the Holy Spirit in me just shine in the way that I live has actually made a giant impact. They had told me that since they started talking to me, I'm changing their life. And I said, no, I ain't. <laughs> I ain't doing nothing. He said, I ain't. We know what that is. We know what you, that is. And you know what that is. And so, um, you know, every day, even through everything that I got, I keep my faith and I hold on to um, Psalms 23, mostly. Probably ain't going to put that one up because that's a long one. Listen, but read that. Read, but that's the... Read that. God will hold you. And he is holding you. He, he got you. It's just a reassurance that everything will be all right and... And God, 
God really does care for you, and He's gonna make sure that you're good and everything. So that that right there, that is. I know a lot of times when when we're going through stuff and we don't really see the way out of it, we kind of forget that God is there, and we get into our own mind and we get. That's where anxiety creeps in and all types of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we when we start to learn to really walk in that and be solid in our knowing and in our faith that God is definitely there. God is the answer and God is going to be our sustainer through it all. Then it makes it a whole lot easier. It doesn't, it doesn't make the situation itself any different. But it makes how we go through the situation a little easier. And I'll tell you this: this will probably be that. Uh, this will probably be that. Uh, why are you a Christian? Part two, but it'll be more of uh, why you ought to be in relationship with God. Not necessarily the religion, because I'm not one who really dives in and digs in and really uh, subscribes to religion in itself. But it's relationship that really matters. Why should you? So the question is not really why you ought to be a Christian. It's why you ought to have a relationship with God. And that starts with belief. You know, you can't really have a relationship with somebody who you don't believe in. But there's a lot of things that um, I might share some some things that uh, we talked about um, just just daily encouragement it's so in this situation uh, with this specific person the whole journey of learning and opening up and being open to uh, learning and finding God is always seems to center back to the peace the peace with all the extra crazy that goes on and everything, they noticed that um, knowing everything that I have had to deal with over the past couple of weeks, I walk with this peace. You know, I'm not walking around here stomping around, flopping around, and slamming stuff and mumbling, grumbling, and complaining, but I walk with this peace. And I don't understand it myself. And that's why the Bible says, Peace that surpasses all, all understanding. understanding. Yes. And they was like, I want that. And I said, yeah, I know. But you know who I got that from? The reason why they call him the Prince of Peace. Because it all comes from him. Everything good and perfect comes from the Lord. Including peace. So, uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. Because we, we was talking about it. Uh, But before getting in that, um, like, a lot of times when people don't have that peace, it's because of something that happened to them or something that somebody done did to them. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a trace of trauma that causes them to feel some type of way, and then it extends. If you pile it on and pile it on and pile it on, and you don't have anywhere to let that out. Or let that too, which is God. He tells us, literally tells us, you know, uh, uh, 
bring your burdens to me, and I'll give you rest and peace, you know, and comfort. Uh, I forgot exactly where the scripture was found, <laughs> but you know I'm funny, and so it's it's a it's a place of the the peacelessness. I don't mm-hmm. even know if that's a word, but <laughs> we gonna use it today. The lack of peace, correct. It, a lot of times it stems from trauma and hurt from someone who they loved or something that they. Uh, enjoyed that is no longer or that changed and wasn't what they thought it was and so we were talking about we were talking about uh love and and everything and it and it was like uh kind of went like why uh why what was he talking about um you know why love ain't what love used to be you know why people don't, you know, all that type of stuff, and it's because it's because people forgot what love was, and that's the point of love not being what it used to be. Is because people forgot what love was. Love is God, and then people have stepped so far away from God and thought we could do this on our own, and we know what we're talking about. We know what we're doing. That. Once you take God out, that love goes with, with it. it. Correct. And so the love that we think we got, everybody, this is Noah. He kind of just want to come in and touch everything <laughs> as little kids be doing. Don't know what it is, but want to touch it. But anyways, if you want to in the comments say, hey, Noah. Did you say hey? Say hi. You said, hey. Okay. He's like, no, I ain't with it. <laughs> but uh, you take God out, you take that love out too. And now, so the love that you got left, that ain't with God. If you ain't got God, it ain't really love. So the reason why people get so jacked up and twisted up and find themselves oh. in so much hurt and disappointment is because they thought they had love, but it's not love. They had the counterfeit. They had the counterfeit. And so you find yourself in all this hurt that causes you to feel some kind of way about everything. And it's not really, it's not real. It's not what it is. And real love is not going to flip on you. Love is what love is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the, and the Bible is very that. clear on, on the definition of what love actually is. Love is and so, love is kind. Uh huh. Love is long suffering. Now uh-huh. that's the one that people don't like. <laughs> yeah, that takes patience. And so, what I was getting at was what we was talking about just the other day. Is it's you get that pain, but once you let God in, He'll work it out. But um, that's like that's like uh, you saying to your mom. You know, forget you. I don't want nothing to do with you. Don't ever talk to me again. And then you get mad because she ain't leave you nothing in your will. You, she ain't leaving you nothing in her will, and you mad. But you just said forget you. You know, I, I don't want nothing to do with you. You ain't, you ain't no real mom. 
and then you mad because she didn't leave you nothing in her will. It's 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 not even like the bitter side of that example, but it's more of just the plain and simple. Uh, how you gonna be mad at God because he ain't relieve you of your of your pain, and you ain't even accepted him to do it. That part. You haven't even God ain't about to. God ain't about to just go around here dumping it out because you hurt it and you don't want him and you don't even really feel him. But they, but that's that's what we've been conditioned to believe that, you know, yes, we know that, that God is loves all. We know that. And we that. say that and we go and tell people, uh, you know, God has all this peace and he wants to give it to us. God cares for us. He wants to take care of us. He's going to make everything all right. And then they'd be like, well, um, why hasn't he done this? And why did he let this happen? Because you didn't, you ain't got him. He's not going to just be doing it just because. And then you, you, you just say, oh, okay. You got because then at that again. point, because then at that point, you could say you did it by your own words. You could say, I worked hard and I raised the money to pay for the doctors to, to heal you and all of that. If God just goes around and giving it to anybody who's in pain, then it just that just leaves a blank check for anybody to claim the glory for it. But but you gotta accept. You gotta accept it. He want he's got it for you and he wants to give it to you. He said he said um um I, um he got plans. Um, uh, you, you know. Which one you going for? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's so much. There's so much. You know? The plans that he has for us. Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. He's going to see it. The, he got plans to prosper you and not to harm you. You know? Everything that God well, he, does he is, is for our good. Now, but he we get it confused it. when we get to thinking what's good for us. That's where we get it twisted yeah. at. We have in our own minds what's good for us, but God knows what's truly good mm-hmm. for us. And so when those two don't coincide, the first step is accepting it. We think that God is off, but God ain't off. We off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, and so we have to learn how to accept His plan. Because Except we know him. his plan is always going to be good for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. You take him into your heart and then he begins that change, that transformation, that healing. That Then you experience that peace. You know what I'm saying? So all this trauma and everything that you had dealt with and all this pain, it's, it's you know, it can be fixed. It can be relieved. But you have to accept the one who can heal it. Let him do it. You know what I'm saying? A hard heart. A hard heart will keep you from what you need to get to. Absolutely. Well, why did he let this happen? I don't trust him to do none of this. Well, he's not going to release it because you said I don't want it. You say, I don't want you. You say, I don't want what you have for me. You know what I'm saying? It's just a choice. And so, after that, once you step in, 
Once you step in and you accept him and you say, God, I need you and I want you. Then he'll come in and he'll begin that work on you. And this is when you start actually getting to be a part of and experience those transformations. Like this is what I was getting to um, when we were talking about Psalms 30. Um, where it said, uh, you know, weeping, weeping man endure for a night. Joy comes in the morning. Uh, everybody, everybody wants that joy. Everybody wants that joy, that relief from that pain. But how you gonna get it? Is accepting the one who can give it to you. You know. And then uh, I had some notes on it, and I was talking, and I had said, uh, uh, what was revealed to me when I was. When I was reading that myself, uh, that scripture, Psalms 30, verse 5, weeping may stay overnight, but there is joy in the morning. That's another translation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a double entendre. If you really break that down and you think about it, it has multiple meanings to that verse. And I'm going to read you what I, what I have uh, got Come down. It's a, uh, it's, a du- it's, a, it's a double entendre. That's a rap turn <laughs> and excuse my voice for whatever reason it does this around this time like every day I guess I'm tired or something but um I said uh pain and hurt is temporary but on the other side is healing and joy that's what it say that's what the scripture means mm-hmm. pain and hurt is temporary but on the other side of that is healing and joy mm-hmm. but it also means we will experience a lot of negativity in the darkness, in the night. Come on. Weeping may endure for a night. Night symbolizes darkness. Okay? You're going to experience a lot of negativity and darkness. Another double entendre. Darkness meaning evil and also meaning you can't see. Come on. Darkness means... Darkness means... uh. Uh, evil, darkness usually represents evil, dark things. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it also means, it also represents not being able to see. You can't see in the dark. So that's a double entendre within a double entendre. Okay? Continue that. Can't see clearly. That's a double entendre within a double entendre within a double entendre. (laughs) (laughs) You can't see clearly. That means you got bur- blurry vision from the anger and that wall that you got blocked right. up. That anger that you won't let go, that stress, you got blurry vision. But it also means you can't see what's next. You can't see. You can't see because of all that you keep holding in is blurring you up. Those tears blurring you up. That anger blurring you up. You can't think clearly, so you can't see clearly. And then you can't see what happens next. You know what? That's another double entendre. Within a double entendre, within a double entendre, within a double entendre. (laughs) You can't see what happens next. Which also means uncertainty uncertainty which also means which also brings on fear 
fear comes from uncertainty. A lot of fear that you have is based on uncertainty. Come on here. So, um, that's in the book. That's where your anxiety comes that's from. That's in the book. Just read it. That's in the book. Fear, uh, uh, uncertainty, anxiety, stress. And then it stops you up and blocks you up. And that's also what built, what, those are bricks that are, that are assembled on that wall that's blocking you. Blocking you. So then for those who, who can't find themselves fully in and accepting God because they're scared because they don't know what's about to happen. They want that peace. They want that joy. You know what I'm saying? But they're afraid to leave. They their want that healing. What they've they're always afraid known. because once you go in, once you give it all and you release Can't. it all to God, you no longer have control. And that's a uh, that's a big thing in all humans. We need that control. And 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 for somebody to say, you can be healed and you can be all right and you can and, and you can you know. Get back, but you just gotta let it go. You just gotta put it in his hands and let him work on it. That brings up that fear because there's uncertainty. You don't know what's about to happen when you let that go. You don't know what's about to happen when you take that wall down. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're scared. You don't know how he's gonna fix it or how he's gonna remedy it. And so the trust, the trust that it takes. That's in the book. All of that. It tells you why you should. And it tells you what you get from it. It's the promises of God. It's all through it. It's all through it. And I, I'm laughing because I um, I made a, another note after I said that. I said I'm not a preacher though. I'm going to leave you and I was laughing at, Because it's funny because they call me, they, they call me, uh, they call me Father Christian. And I'm like... And then uh, my good friend Alex at work, uh, he, he, I'm going to have him on the pod because that man got a word. That man has a word. I already been talking to him. He's going to get on with me. But he said, uh, he made a point. He said, there's only one father. There's only one Top dog father. So, don't call me father. Hmm? Call the father. The father. Come on here. Don't call me the father. father. Call the father. And, uh, so, they call me brother Christian. <laughs> I swear I don't be walking where I work preaching. I just, I just got, I just got that experience. I just got that, that mm -hmm. light. And that's when everybody keeps saying, there's something that just keeps attracting me to you. You're like a magnet. That ain't me. That's the light. That's the light. And that's the whole point. That's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to let... Let your we're light to let the shine. light flow through. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um, uh, St. John. Mm-hmm. And him was life. And that life was the light of man. And the light shined in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not 
that light is Jesus. When Jesus left, he said, I'm going to leave you a helper. I'm going to leave you a guide. I'm going to leave you a friend that'll take care of things. That'll that'll yeah. help you through. Listen. That's the Holy Spirit. And that's the same spirit that lives in us. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is the same spirit that lives with us. Guess whose spirit that is? Jesus. God's spirit. The Holy Spirit. Come on. All in one. That's the light. So if the Holy Spirit lives within me, that means the light lives within me too. And the light shine in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. Which means when I'm set on fire for God and God actually shows himself in my life and he has a big place in my life, it ain't got nothing to do with me. It ain't got nothing to do with it. Anything that I say, that light gonna come out regardless. Especially if I'm in my word and I'm applying it, and that light comes out in the way that I live. And people that so, are walking in darkness, they don't understand it. They're drawn to it, but they don't understand it. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I am telling mm -hmm. you. And that jump is real. When they said, I need proof. I need proof uh, that uh, God is really real and God is here. Listen. Let's say, okay, so for one, you got multiples right here. Uh, faith is the proof. And it, well, guess what? That's in the book too. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence. The evidence, the proof of things you can't see. There's your first proof right there. Two. You ask, you ask, uh, um, you ask them, are you a good person? Most of the time, not always, but most of the time, I say yes. You say, why? Well, I, you know, mm -hmm. I help people whenever I can, and, yep. and, you know, I, you know, I got respect for people, and, um, I treat people how they want to be treated, how I want to be treated, and, mm -hmm. and, you know, I just, you know, karma and you know all this good stuff so i i definitely am a good person i i consider myself a good person and then they list all these all these uh codes they list all these codes mm -hmm. and values noah you want to come over here you want to come over here Okay. <laughs> so they list all these codes and these values that they live by in their life and the way that they treat others and they live um, by in their life. But then I pointed out, I was like, that's good. You know where all that came? You know, you know where all, every single one of those codes and values that you just listed that you do in your life? Where they it's in that book. Right. <laughs> it's in that book. The golden rule that everybody knows, universal, treat others how you want to be treated, it's in that book. It's in the book. The concept of karma, who created the concept of karma? 
It's in that book. You reap what you sow. It's in that book. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's all you wanted. Mm-hmm. It's it's in that book. And then, so that's another two uh, proof um, evidence. Uh, your experience with me. Oh, we're just drawn to you. You you make our day way different every day. Ever since I started talking to you, you've been changing my life. That's your evidence. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's your evidence. And I right told you, there. and I told you, I told you where my lifestyle comes from. That's him. That's him. That's your evidence. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Ooh. I saw this video. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing you, but I just wanted to make this one more before I, uh, before I forget it. Um, then I've also mentioned all those, all those codes and values that you say you live by that make you a good person. Who created those? All of those was God. That's why you find it in the Bible. The Bible is a guide. You know what I'm saying? The Bible is a guide. But it's it's written by God through man. God put all the words in those men who wrote that book. So those values are values of God. This These are things how Jesus lived. And so here's your other evidence. Those people who will list all of those things are what makes them a good person. Mm-hmm. They ain't never picked up a book, picked up a Bible <laughs> in their life, but they said all of those codes that made them such a good person. Mm-hmm. You know why that was in their in their heart, in their uh, why you know why they were able to do that and say that. It ain't because they were just raised right. It's because we were made in the image of God. God. Come on. And if that's that we were made in the image of God. And if that is the character of God, it's automatically already in there. Character. It's already in there. And then we choose. It's universal for a reason. It's universal. Because we are made in the image of God. God. The character of God is within us. Now, whether we live by that, that's a whole different thing. But it's in there. It's in there. It's in there. And we know right and wrong as well. That's why the farthest from God that you can find in this earth could still be a good person. Because it's in there. It's in there. And that's for sure. And we know right and wrong. We know. And we know right and wrong. Adam and Eve made sure of that. What's that? Evidence. (laughs) Evidence. Evidence. Conscience. That book tells us where everything came from. Why do you think we feel bad when we do something we ain't got no business doing? Because that book was right. Mm-hmm. 
that conscience came from Adam and Eve. Yeah, that was a big mistake. But then what else does the Bible say? But the enemy meant for evil, God will turn for good. Turn around. So them disobedient, disobedient to God and pretty much dooming humanity, God used that. Now we have a conscience. Before we was just willy-nilly in happy land, which was great, I can assume, and our, you know what I'm saying? I can assume was great bliss. Nothing to worry about because you didn't know right from you wrong. You didn't know. It was nothing but right. There was no wrong. So it was bliss, I can imagine. Yet, through that, now that we have right and wrong, just so you know, um, I know the camera just cut off, so the rest of this episode is going to be um, audio only. Apologize for that. Like we said, you started from the bottom, but he's here. God will provide for better. It's all right, though. Um, Just the same with us. We'll, we'll evolve. Yeah. Um, we'll wrap up pretty soon, but but we'll get through this. Um, Holy Spirit, what was I talking about? It, he's in us. It's in it. I just listed evidence on evidence on evidence on evidence. You know what I'm saying? Our free will is evidence. The the everything, all the functionalities in our brain and our body is evidence. You know what I'm saying? We don't have explanation for why certain things happen in the world. We don't have explanation for why certain things happen to certain people. Right. But God has a plan. And God knows what he's doing. For I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper you. You know what I'm saying? It's in that book. Everything we need is in there. Oh, it's good. It's good. You got to take the time to read it. I don't know if y'all can hear them, but uh, excuse them. I think the boys are wilding again, but that's all right. So why? Why ought you have a relationship with God? You asking me? Yeah. Does um, <laughs> it's evidence? It's evidence all around us that he's real. We've been and he cares. And, and it's on the inside of us. It's like when you, okay, so why would you not? So <laughs> when uh, a mother has a child, right? <clears throat> when a mother gives birth to a child. There's a connection to that child, whether she keeps that child living with her. There's still that connection to that child. That's why when kids that are adopted or or um, 
when they get to a certain age, they have that longing for that biological parent. It doesn't matter how good the the adoptive parents have been to them, and, and it, it's not even the same level of feeling for them. But there's that connection that they have with that biological parent that fills the gap of of what they feel like that they're missing, and so. We're going to get ghetto with this part real quick. <laughs> and we just going to patch in just so y'all can at least see the reactions and what we talking about. <laughs> so, it's the same with our relationship with God. We have that program and we have his DNA. And so, when we're born into this world, we have that connection. We have that longing for that other part of us. And so when you are able to make that connection with where you came from, that's how you could become a whole person. That's how you become a whole complete free. And and that's how you can walk in that peace. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, when you're walking around in pieces, and, and you're broken, and you're searching, and you're looking, and that's where, you know, anxiety, depression, and all these other, other things have access to come in. Ooh. And so, when Ooh. No, 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 no. I you just got feel that, hit. that hole, I just got that hit. <coughs> with where you you're said, supposed to be connected you said, to. You said, you ain't got that peace. You walking around in pieces. Listen. You broken up in pieces because you ain't in one piece. You ain't got peace because you in pieces. You in pieces. When God get in there and heal and restore, you go from pieces to peace. To the whole peace. And see, this is where that connection and that relationship has come in. It's vital. It's vital. Absolutely. Yeah. So, oh boy. God is good all the time. When you have your relationship with God, the deeper that you that you have that, the deeper that connection, the more at peace you will be. Because that's, you're putting the pieces together as they should be, as they were designed to be. Walk in that peace. That's it. That's it. Get connected and walk in that peace. That's the look. That's the moral of the story today. <laughs> yes, it is. Get connected. Stay connected. It's like a charger. When you have your phone, you can go for so long. See, I've been on, and I've been for listening so long. To, I've been listening to Pastor Mike's series, uh, charged up. And if you, from way, but eventually, from way back when. That charge is going to go down if you don't connect up. Plug back in. Plug back and in. power up. It's going to go down. And so 
that's why it's vital for us to stay connected. You got to stay connected to one God. You got to stay connected to your word. So you got to be getting in there, learning and studying and reading and meditating. You got to stay connected to a community of people that can help hold you accountable. You got to stay connected because the farther you venture away and try to do stuff on your own, the Bible says lean not to your own understanding. And that's what happens when you start to isolate and you start to try to figure stuff out on your own and just do it. I don't need nobody. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And so that's why it's vital to stay connected. Having a church ministry that you can be connected to, whether it's online or in person, you need to be connected to groups, having you know, smaller study Bibles, Bible studies and smaller groups that you can get more um, in-depth with. And that you can get into those discussions with, mm -hmm. you know, work these things out, get an understanding. You know, we don't understand everything. That's and so that's why you need somebody else. Right there. That's if you're there. Well, for those who just still aren't there, like I'm not 100% there yet. I'm not 100% you know, sure, if I'm ready to jump in and everything. <coughs> just, it's just, um, try it. Yes. I mean, yeah, take your baby. What the Bible say? Uh, test and see that the Lord is good. I don't know what else to say on that one. <laughs> That's <It's>, it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> If you ain't tried, he's always gonna he always gonna come through when you when you when you need him when you need him when you give him that chance. Well, he ain't gonna force himself in. Ain't he said, stand at the door and knock. He not kicking down no doors, none of that. I stand at the door and knock. That means you have to take an action to. Let him in. Yeah. And he'll do the work. Mm -hmm. He'll do the work that we can't do. That's it. Amen to that. Amen and amen. That's it. This episode was rough. <laughs> it was all over the place. But, like we always say in here, started from the bottom, but he's here. And he gonna he gonna provide. He gonna provide. It's it's gonna be all right. Uh, camera, camera breakdown. It is what it is. It's gonna be all right. What you gonna say on that? It's just. What Ty Trevor said. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> Listen. Peace that passes all understanding. Mm -hmm. We ain't gotta be upset about, that about none dying. of that stuff. I don't. I ain't bothered right. by that camera dying at all. It's it look rough. It look cheap, but it is what it is. We'll 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 come back. We here. out here. And we'll look back it. at this and, and laugh. And we're gonna get it about how far we come. Or we're gonna look back and it's gonna touch us once again. No, that part. <laughs> Because the word of God is the word of God, whether it's on a fancy screen 
or an iPhone. Do you hear me? I said what I said. So we're going to stay. We're going to continue to come in here and learn about God so that we can fully know him as he fully knows us. And we hope that you join us and support us by watching us, sharing us, you know what I'm saying? Just just commenting and, you know, even if you just say amen, even if you just say, I don't know about what you just said right there, let us know something. And we'll get back in that word. We'll get back in the book. So, if it touched you, do what you do. Yes, I love That's it. That's it on that one. Be blessed, y'all. You're still my stuff. <laughs>